0: Black excellence is
1: us. Welcome to the Dripping in Black podcast, where we celebrate Black excellence throughout the Black diaspora. Here's your host, David V. Lewis.
2: What's up, good people all across the world? This is the Dripping in Black podcast. I am your host, David V. Lewis and per usual we have another fantastic guest today's guest is d the mvp better known as diana smiley diana say hello to the world
0: hello world
2: all right and so we're going to learn a lot about diana and her uh, story she has a very interesting one Um, But by now, if you followed our podcast, you know, we like to begin with a very simple but complex question. All right. So and that question is, who is our guest? So who is Deanna Smiley?
0: You are right. That is a very complex question. Deanna (laughs) Smiley on that outside may seem simple, but I think uh, as you made me think about that, it may be a little complex. So, um, I am fiercely loyal. I am Mm fiercely, I am definitely dedicated. I am, uh, funny. I love to Mm -hmm. laugh. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that having money is great, but I think that what you do with that money is greater. I think Mm -hmm. that to whom much is given much is required. Mm -hmm. Um, and, yeah, and I, you know, but I can also talk junk at the end of the day, so I'm not that <laughs> that holy, roly and, and sanctified. So, so, uh but I think if you pull from all of those elements, like, yeah, I'll start to form. That's me.
2: Yeah, that's awesome. So I'm curious where uh, where all of that stuff kind of originated, and hopefully through the course of this conversation, we'll kind of find out where those things originated from. But you have a lot of hats. Mm -hmm. Uh, You are owner of a production company, VIP TV, right? Yes. Yes. Tell us about that.
0: So um, VIP television was a vision I had in college. And, um, but what I decided to do was to start working in television first. And I did Mm -hmm. that because I needed to know uh, the simple stuff. Who can do camera? Who can do sound? Who can do lighting? Who can do all these things that that it would take to do a show? So after I I, I got out of college, went to went to Wayne State University. I decided for a year I would work for an airline so I could fly everywhere. So every mm. weekend I went somewhere. It was a backpack and one that needs to be unpacked. And then <laughs> um, and then I got and then I was broke. Because <laughs> that costs <laughs> money, even though it's cheaper. <laughs> and so then I was like, uh, yeah, let me be a grown-up and get a real job. And uh, <laughs> so I got a job at Detroit Public Television, um, which mm-hmm. is known as Channel 56 in Detroit or WTBS. Yes. Uh so by day I worked there, but I always had in mind that I wanted to to have my own company and I wanted to do a show that interviews celebrities. Because, like, your show, I wanted kids to understand, to, to like, meet their heroes, these celebrities, but to see mm-hmm. the other side of who they were. And, like, let's mm-hmm. let's get as close to who they are as real people as we can, rather than, you know, deal with the the, the facade that they give you. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, I worked at 56, got my little dream team together of a camera and crew. and. Mm-hmm. Got a host uh, whose name was Chastity, who was Amber Rose okay. before Amber Rose uh, came came about. Uh, so mm-hmm. that means that she's she was six six feet tall, bald, brown, and mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. the everything was all in the right places. So okay. uh, and I'm the exact <laughs> opposite. So we made a team,
1: <laughs>
0: and uh, so she was she was the host. And we went out uh, and did interviews uh, with, you know, everybody from Kanye West to Star Jones, Michael Strahan, Diddy, um, everybody you could think of. But we also covered, like, um, the NBA All-Star Weekends and NFL All-Star, It uh, was it Super Bowl and, and some of the private parties for some of the athletes. So, yeah, we have some of those secrets as well.
2: Hmm. Excellent. Shout out to Chastity and we need to get her on here. As oh, well. I'm sure. Um, I am you know, sure. It's, Chastity, it's, yeah. It's all about showcasing Black excellence and, you know, this just doesn't stop for us. So the more people we can get on and share their story and inspire others, the you know, we're doing what we're supposed to be doing.
1: Mm-hmm. But
2: awesome. Uh, yeah, you, you you brought up Diddy, you brought up Kanye, Strahan uh you know and the information you provided us you can one of my favorites the uh, music soul child yes uh that's 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 my dude right there uh as well as star jones gerald laverton
0: yeah
2: bird uh-huh. <laughs> to name a few uh-huh
0: yeah
2: yeah which uh what did you like most about that that's what i ask.
0: About the this, about this show or meeting. Yeah, them. about,
2: about the show. Uh and that was Motor City Connections, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: What did you like most about that show?
0: What I liked most about it was the ability to uh, to talk to those people. Because my goal was to get something other than what everybody else got. So, for instance, mm-hmm. with Gerald Levert, I got him to sing the first song he ever wrote, which was a song he wrote at five years old. Wow. Uh, and, and I talked to him about, wow. you know, I told him, you know, you're the hardest working man in show business. Like, why are you working so hard? And he told me what I didn't know, which was that after the 70s, like in the 80s, his his parents got, bro- you know, lost, were broke. And that even though mm. the dad was driving a Rolls Royce and taking him to school, like the bills was hidden and people, everybody had to get jobs to try to, help out because it had Mm -hmm. had become really really tight financially and he never Mm -hmm. wanted that to happen again and so Mm -hmm. and, and he said like when people think you have money and you don't have money that that was the worst feeling in the world for him yeah and so he never wanted that to happen so that's why he constantly uh worked like he did so it's just it's just um having those kinds of conversations where you learn Something that you wouldn't ordinarily uh learn about a person um in music in the case of music soul child at the time we didn't know that um he had an eye issue, and so oh. uh it so he wears sunglasses all the time, and so yeah. uh but when you get close up on him, then you recognize, oh, and then he mm-hmm. showed it in his video, so I'm not um. You know, I'm telling anything thing thing that.
1: Because yeah, yeah, there are
0: some yeah. things I, I just, you know, I can't tell, but I'm not telling anything right, that, right. that's not, um, you Problem know, public enough. knowledge at this point. But for us, it was new. And so we kind of did that Friday moment. Damn! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> with a surprise. Uh, but uh, he, he paid us back. He kind of paid us back. Uh, he played a joke. Okay. Kind of, so uh, he got us okay. back. We, we ended up asking him like he, uh, something about mm-hmm. relationships or dating. And he told us he had like five kids. So that was another, damn. And of course he got a good <laughs> laugh. He was just joking. So,
2: yeah. Okay. Wow. Now, so Motor City Connections, can people still access that? Like the footage to that somewhere?
0: I have the footage uh, locked away with me. Uh and and I have every intention of actually uploading it so people can see it. Um, so at some point it will be uh online. Like right now, the only thing I have there uh is an interview that we did with Trick Trick. And yeah. um, that's online. And then um I think we did something with 112, and that's okay. online. And it should be under D the VIP. Okay.
2: so or at youtube yeah. sorry yeah. okay so you're the owner of a production company mm-hmm. let's talk walk me through how did you so you were working for uh channel 56 mm-hmm. DPTV, and you decide to create your own production company kind of walk me through how did you start that and how did it come to fruition
0: so um, the start was actually getting a job at Detroit Public Television because I had to see how it was done. Like, uh, fortunately or unfortunately, depending on what school you go to in terms of college, um, some have more knowledge about how television works and how it's done than others. So, um, you know, even though I went through and graduated at Wayne State with a, a, a degree um in communications I still didn't know how it worked it still was kind of a little fuzzy Mm -hmm. so when I got the job at 56 that was when I was able to kind of put it all together and at first I was an intern there and Mm -hmm. I got to see them do the show called back to back and it was basically this point counterpoint kind of show but I got to see the behind the scenes of how it worked and you know how you know who you need who's important and sometimes you have this big you know, uh, entourage of people, everybody's not important, Uh, but you got to figure out real quick who is necessary and who is not necessary real quick, (laughs) especially when you have situations like um, I did Tiger Woods. I covered him and they were like, look, you can have two people and good luck with that. (laughs) That's, that's all you get. So you're like, do I choose the camera person or the audio person? Because I have to have mm-hmm. the host. And then where do I go? How can I sneak the ticket for me? So it's, it's mm-hmm. you know, sometimes you have those kinds of
2: choices. Gotcha. Wow. Okay. So you, uh, you're working at DPTV. Yes. You get the idea of starting your own production company.
0: Well, I right. had it when I I went in, like w- when I was in college. So uh, when I was five, I was gonna be Oprah, and then Oprah happened,
2: and then I. was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you were you had the Oprah idea before Oprah? Yeah, I up.
0: thought I was gonna be Oprah. Yeah, cause you know how when you you're home wow. sick from school, your uh your your uh grandma is always looking at, uh, what was I got? Uh, Don. Uh, it was,
2: oh, it was uh, like this white guy that's my with. Guy. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh dang, I need my producer I, on this. He yeah. was the number one guy.
0: He was the, the number one show guy with the white
2: hair. With Don the Phil white Donahue. hair.
0: It was like price is right and him.
2: Yeah. And, Phil Donahue.
0: Yeah, but yeah, Phil Donahue. And I used yep. to, I was like, you know, I was like, ah, I could do better than this. Like this man, I he getting on my nerves. <laughs> and so, um, <laughs> Then Oprah happened and I was like, this is what I'm talking about. But okay, she got the throne now. So I can't dethrone the queen. By the time I was old enough to like give her a run, I'm like, she's the queen. You can't dethrone the queen. You can only salute. So I said, okay, well, I can't do that. Let me do this uh, television thing. Like I still want to do interviews, but let me go over here and do a production company. Still do my little interviews. So I, I always had in mind that I would do a production company and do a show that uh, I would interview celebrities. So even when I walked into um, 56, I had that in mind. I just picked out um, some of the employees who became like mentors and good friends and all of that. And I, you know, select, I knew who could do what at that point, who, who was the lazy camera guy, Who's the excellent camera guy, who was, you know, uh, the good sound person. And so I, wow. I hand selected. Uh, my little team and said, "Hey, I'm starting a production company. I need you," and uh, they were gracious enough to. Everybody said, "Okay, we got you." And um, mm-hmm. that was how it was forming. I did a search for the host and I watched all these video uh, tapes. And you'd be amazed at how many submissions you can get <laughs> for for that. And um, then I saw mm-hmm. Chastity, and it was done because she there was nothing like that on television um Mm -hmm. at the time so i i I, you know i had to go for
2: it yeah and so currently you have joined the uh the realm of podcasting which is you know the new hotness and you have a podcast by the name of mj all day
0: yes sir
2: i would assume that your production company is producing that as well
0: Yes, um, my production company is producing that as well. Mm -hmm. Um, I have since, at the time I did the production company, I lived in Detroit, Michigan, and uh, I have since moved to uh, California. So here, um, I kind of got my foot wet with it by doing a podcast Mm -hmm. called He Said, She Said with L.A. Robbins, the VIP. And when we did that okay. podcast, we would talk about movies and, you know, mm-hmm. point, counterpoint, male, female, you know, politics, mm-hmm. just anything that was um, just in the news and on the front page at, at that point. So whether it was mm-hmm. entertainment or or uh, politics, we would talk about it. Mm-hmm. So um, I was like, yeah, OK. What I really wanted to do was he said he um was the Michael Jackson, um, uh, podcast, which, um, was his latter one. And I wanted to do that because after doing all my research, I realized, like, yeah, I don't think this guy was guilty. And, Mm um, um, and so what I wanted to do was, um, every, you know, so many people say, I don't think he was guilty. Well, well, they weren't really, but you know, you can say, I don't (laughs) think he was guilty, but I decided, well, let me, let me interview people who knew him and let's, Mm. let's talk to those people who knew him when he wasn't, you know, who got, got a chance to be with him when he wasn't on stage and when he wasn't, Mm. um, uh, in the public, when he was in his private moments, when he was, rehearsed or whatever let's interview those people who might have sat on the sidelines they danced in one of his videos and they sat on the sidelines and they had an opportunity Mm -hmm. to observe him as a person and and who was he to them and and what did they observe and so that's what mj all day became it became it was a podcast or is a podcast where i interview those people so i've Mm -hmm. interviewed his choreographer that he had for 25 years uh i i interviewed actually the person who taught him how to do the moonwalk which you'll be surprised who it is because it's not who you think it is um mm. yeah we're going to talk about that because mm-hmm.
1: okay.
0: this guy <laughs> named jeffrey daniels always took credit for being the one and he was from mm. shalomer so if you remember that jeffrey daniels like i, think I heard that name before yeah. he's from a group called mm. shalomer yeah So if you haven't heard of that group, get your mama's records, your grandma's records, pull them out, play, you
2: know, my uh, older sister introduced me to them a long time ago. And uh, lots of hits.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Or go to YouTube, but absolutely. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm a a music head. I love music. So I, my Mm -hmm. uh, grandparents owned a record store back in the day. So I, I have a love. Of music um so he so he always took credit uh, in terms of jeffrey daniels for teaching michael how to do the moonwalk and um he really wasn't the one who who did it was you'll be surprised it was um this guy do you remember the movie breaking
2: yeah
0: and they had break into electric boogaloo Yep. Okay, so remember the two main characters was a guy named Ozone, yeah, and there's a guy named Boogaloo Shrimp. Yep. Well, Boogaloo Shrimp, uh, his name is Michael Chambers. Boogaloo Shrimp is the one who actually taught uh, Michael how to do the moonwalk. Yep. And he did so because he saw him on television on a news show uh, and, and invited him to his house. And they uh, taught him how to do the moonwalk, he and this other guy.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's uh that's information that people need to hear because I've heard that it was Ozone. I've heard <laughs> that it was uh who's the other guy? Uh you had Ozone and uh the uh, the other guy in breaking. Uh I had his name. I just lost it.
0: Uh was uh, Michael Chambers?
2: Turbo. Turbo.
0: Turbo. Oh yeah, that yeah. was his name. I'm sorry. Turbo was his name. That it is Turbo. I forgot okay. his name in the movie was Turbo, but his his dancing name is Boogaloo Shrimp. It's okay. Michael yeah. Boogaloo Shrimp? So I'm sorry, it is Turbo. Okay.
2: So um, it yeah. is Turbo. Okay. Turbo okay. was the one who yeah. actually taught. Yeah, me. I think so I that knew is that. True. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So let's let's talk about a few other things before we mm-hmm. wrap up. So owner of production company VIP mm-hmm. TV. Mm-hmm. uh producer of a variety of things including your own podcast and you know we we actually are 6 degrees of separation uh in terms of the people that we know so we get you on this podcast because you're a close friend of a close friend of mine mm-hmm. and then i find out um you know you actually know my 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 younger sister <laughs> so yeah. let's talk about uh where you're from Where were you born and raised and that type of thing?
0: I'm going to go deep on you. (laughs) Um, I should have said, when you said, what am I made of? I should have included that I'm a militant. And I am so Mm. because I was born in Selma, Alabama.
2: Okay. So that's where I was
0: born. (laughs) Okay. But I've lived in Detroit all my life. huh?
2: a lot of history in selma
0: absolutely a lot a lot mm. of history um but i've lived in in detroit since i was one so i really i really can't can't count that um but i think it's born in the blood because i will get with you um so <laughs> <laughs> so i'm from uh was raised in detroit went to detroit east, public schools
2: east side west side
0: east side i will cut okay. you yes. <laughs> Okay. yes okay East side. I, thought you, I thought
2: you had east side and you reset said yes. no, no offense to West siders. Whenever somebody uh, yeah, says no I'm offense, proud of my east there. side. They try
0: <laughs> to talk about like oh east side. Yes, east side. Okay. Mm-hmm.
2: What what schools did you attend?
0: Um, I went to Joyce was elementary, barber middle school, and okay. uh Kettering High School.
2: Okay. Mm-hmm. K E. Our producer taught taught at Kettering. Really? A, a while ago, yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. All right. So what's what's next? What's on the horizon for D the MVP?
0: That is the question. But I will tell you the answer. Uh I'm gonna uh produce uh a documentary uh of the MJ all day has spun and become a documentary because um I had said wow. before that I you know after doing research, I, I I feel confident in saying that um, uh, Michael wasn't guilty for um, all the accusations. Um, But what the documentary will do, because a lot of people say, well, he paid the money. And -hmm. what a lot of people don't know is that the lawyers uh, told him in the first case, told him to pay the money. He was he wanted Mm -hmm. to uh, go to court and he got some new lawyers who who just said pay the money. And, and mm-hmm. uh, it'll go away. You know, you, we'll be done with it. And so he paid mm-hmm. the money and it really was a bear trap for him. And so mm-hmm. when I say, when people say, well, why did he do that? Uh, Sylvester Stallone for 40 years paid money to his half sister um, because she was going to tell, uh, was going to uh, say that he had molested her. And his lawyers mm-hmm. like Michael Jackson told him, just pay her because if anything like that comes out, it'll ruin your career because she came out right at the time that uh, Rambo uh, was coming mm-hmm. out. So he yeah, had Rocky, which was mm-hmm. successful and Rambo is about to come out. And so she went to him and said, hey, give me this money or and they said, pay her. So for 40 years, he paid her until she died with cancer. He paid her wow. a monthly to, to not lie. And he, you know, he said emphatically, it was a lie. So hmm. Hollywood is like from across the 3000 miles, it looks so amazing and it's such a great place. But then when you get into it, you start to learn all these different things. Like I have a friend who's, um.
2: well, it's, pe- it's people there. So huh? <laughs> I said, it's people there.
0: yeah there are people here but it's it's, it's, yeah it's really that that
2: changes the beauty of it you know you you bring people into the mix and uh you know people bring people
0: Mm -hmm. people and money when you put Mm -hmm. put that into the mix um because at the end of the day it all boils down to um you know selling papers so um, i'm going to do a documentary that gets into celebrities who had the same thing happen so that, you know, and I will revisit the Michael uh, situation because it's just, when you, when you interview all these people who uh, had contact with him, it really is sad. Like, you know, I really feel really sad that he was treated the way he was because these are people who he had no reason to be nice to them uh, Mm because they were, you know, do the air quotes beneath him. And it's mm-hmm. all of these wonderful stories of mm-hmm. how he was, you know, really nice to them and made them uh, us see that they mattered and included them. And his choreographer looked out and he said it was a stadium full of people going crazy. And he looked over at Michael and he said, oh, they're all here for you. And, you know, they really love you. And he said, no, they're here for us. You know, they mm-hmm. they they're here for you, too. They, they love us. You know we did I couldn't do this without you. we did this together, so um you know it was a lot of a lot of those moments, yeah, yeah,
2: well, I'd tell you what I, I am looking forward to that documentary, and you know now that we found each other right looking for what what other connections we can come up with um going forward um seems like we have a kindred spirit and a mission that we're trying to do, so. Just look forward to the things that this is going to bring about. But we must get to our most important question. It's the question that we use to kind of lead us to close out. We do have two questions that we will ask. uh, But the first question is, uh, I deem most important, kind of in a sarcastic way, but (laughs) most important. Are you ready for that? Yes. All right. The question that we ask all of our guests is, have you ever been on the cover of a magazine?
0: No, but a newspaper.
2: You have been on the cover of a newspaper, which is notable. But you haven't been on the cover. Haven't been on a
0: magazine. No.
2: All right. And for our audiences that know that we do this at the end, uh, pull up her dripping in Black magazine cover. Uh, for her to check out
0: oh wow okay (laughs) I like it I like it
2: yep and so if you look over my shoulder uh those are guests some of the guests from my first two seasons and they're dripping in black magazine covers I call that the wall of fame you may notice uh two people that are higher up over both of my shoulders uh you may recognize them they have yeah, yet I to be on the Different Black Podcast, but we're still aiming to get those two because they represent Black excellence. We Absolutely. No other, so. Yep, yep, yep. So we will get that to you. That is a also a parting gift for all of our guests. So we get that laminated and printed out and shipped out to you at a later date as a thank you for coming on to our podcast. <laughs>
0: thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. I have to, I'm I'm finally on the magazine.
2: (laughs) Absolutely. And uh, we do have one final question and it's really open-ended and that we're doing with this season, season three. Mm We're asking our guests to complete this statement. Black excellence is. How would you complete that? (laughs)
0: I was going to say is us. That was the first thing came came to mind. Blacks excellence is us because all of us have the ability to be excellent. And I think now more than ever, uh, we're striving toward that and we're not being held back um, by any of the, the things that have held us back before. I feel like the sign of no stopping us now is going to come up. So you, 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 you feel free to play that if you need to <laughs> um, hey, go ahead
2: and do, I mean, that, that's that producer while you're being the guest at the same yeah. time. That's, that's
0: <laughs> It's like being a DJ at the club. Like, I'm like, yeah, let's play this. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I think, I think, um, in, in the years to come, um, we're going to make greater strides. You're going to see more from us. I hope to see more from our community in terms of hip-hop um, and our our creative community stepping up and kind of stepping in. Because I know when I was growing up, the creative community were your parents. Like, you have no parents. You could look at Fat Albert. You could look at the Cosby Show. And you can get some mm. parenting. Now, mm. not so much. Um, yeah. So I'm hoping <laughs> that we get back to to pull in having some of those things in play, uh, so that that uh, our kids have something that will help guide them if they don't have the guidance in the
2: home. Yeah, yep. Black excellence is us. Bam. Right. Well, we want to thank Deanna Smiley, aka D the MVP. Oh, no, I'm sorry.
0: D the VIP. That's
2: cool too. That that's, that's actually cool too. But it's D the VIP. I'm looking yes. at right at it, and I still said MVP.
0: Yeah, be the
2: VIP for coming out to the Dripping in Black podcast. We appreciate you. Any shout outs you want to give before we close out?
0: Uh, well, I I, I love the name of the podcast, so I give you a shout out, and and Sean a shout out, and and uh, all all of uh, my Detroiters uh, a shout out, and uh, I know this is it. going to go national. So uh, all of us, like, you know, Black excellence is us. So I'd give us a shout out.
2: Mm. All right. Thanks again to Deanna Smiley for gracing us with her presence. And uh, we will close it out by saying, be good, be good, be good.
1: Okay. I'll try. I make no promises. Up next on the Dripping in Black podcast, we speak to author and educational consultant, Robert Murphy.
2: Whatever it is, and do whatever. We didn't want to get involved in all this other stuff. And so the Niggas Ain't Astronauts piece is all of the external factors that play into Mm. why we don't get where we probably should be. uh, And how there are so many barriers, particularly for us in... Specifically, and I I won't necessarily say it's only African American males, but Mm -hmm. I will say that for us in these urban environments, it's tough. Like, I've been shot at six times. I've been shot Mm -hmm. at six times while I was 20 years old. Nah, that's some B side talk right there. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. You
1: You have just experienced a dripping in black production. Enhance your business or brand by creating a podcast. A podcast can spread your product or expertise and passion to the world. A few benefits of podcasting are it builds a personal connection, increased traffic generation, and builds more brand authority. Dripping Black Productions is equipped to manifest your vision to a viable tool for your business or brand. Anything from creating a sizzle reel or a full video audio production of your podcast, Big or Small, Dripping in Black Productions can support your needs. Contact us at www.dibkproductions.com for a free initial consultation. Synthesize thoughts and create masterpieces is the mantra of Dripping in Black Productions. And we don't stop.